We're going to break down the top 10 outfield prospects in minor league baseball on today's Locked on MLB Prospects. You are Locked on MLB Prospects, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, welcome on in to Locked on MLB Prospects, your home for all things minor league baseball. I'm your host, Lindsey Crosby, baseball writer for Sports Illustrated, and thank you for making this your first listen every single day. And we went on Twitter and we asked, what did you guys want from a top 10 list? We already did shortstops. I need to go back and update that show. I really do. But did you want catchers or outfielders? You said outfielders. So here we go. A couple ground rules on this. Number one is we're not going to account for possible position changes. So Jordan Walker of the Cardinals is a third baseman. He might end up playing some outfield, but right now he is a third baseman. He is not in this list. And then executive privilege, because I am the host of the show, we are not counting 2022 draftees in this list, especially those guys that are not yet playing. So Drew Jones is a consensus top three outfield prospect from a lot of the websites, the prospect apparatus. I've seen Elijah Green in some of these lists. Same thing. We're not counting either one of those guys. Elijah Green just hit rookie ball. Drew Jones, obviously, shoulder injury out, you know, won't play until next year. So we're not going to include them in this list. This is only guys who have spent the year playing minor league baseball uh, as outfielders in this list. So, very beginning, we're going to go with, uh, I broke it into tiers, and then I've rated the guys inside the tiers. You're going to get a 1 through 10 here, but uh, starting off is tier 4, and I only had room for 1. So I have a list of guys that just missed, and then the guy we're actually going to talk about. So the just missed, Andy Pages, Sedane Raffaella, Colton Kowser, Oscar Colas, Alec Burleson of, of the um, Cardinals. Those all just missed. And the guy that we actually are going to talk about in this group is Sal Frelick of the Brewers. We've talked about him once or twice before on this show. 2021 first rounder out of Boston College. Shorter guy, 5'9", 175. But 90 games across three different levels. High A, double A, triple A this year. He's hitting 334, 408, 478. Seven home runs and 17 to 24 on stolen bases. And the thing about Sal Frelick... Really flashy, kind of toolsy player. Has premium speed and plays pretty good defense. Uh, The reason he's not higher on the list is just a lack of power. I mean, he's probably the best hitter for average in that system. One of the best athletes in that system. Like I said, great speed. I'd give him probably a 70 grade on the speed. Uh, Hit tools, probably a 60 grade. A lot of athleticism. Just, I don't feel like the power is really going to come out to be more than 10 to 15 home runs, and that's if the development continues. So it's hard to put a guy up into tier three or tier two with a situation like that. Uh, When you look at tier three, uh, the rest of these guys are all tier three, which means not completely interchangeable, but it means that they're all kind of grouped around the same place. So if if you think number nine should be over number eight, That's fine. That may be the case. They're all in the same tier. They're all somewhere nearby. But nine and eight are actually in the same organization. So number nine, I've got Brennan Davis 
of the Cubs. He's been he's out with a back injury. He just hit um, rehab in the Arizona Complex League, but he had a non-structural back issue. Had surgery on. I think it was like a nerve thing. So always a little risky. They're a little bit nervous about putting him in here. But 2018 second rounder out of high school, six four one seventy five. Uh, and the big thing here is, I see him as a as a like a future slugging right fielder. Uh, you know he's been playing center field. I, I do think that right field's the better place for him. Uh, he's one of the better power hitters in the system, really good athlete, one of the better defenders in the system, not as good as the next guy we'll talk about. Uh, we saw he hit two home runs in last year's Futures game. So, you know, plus arm, the plus speed, a lot of that. That's where I feel like right field's better, maybe more so than center. He'd be an above average defender in center, but I think right field's where he'll end up. Uh, partly his development, partly the next guy we're going to talk about. And then a lot of, he gives a lot of power to the pool side. I want to see him use more of the field, maybe so than just the pool side. But um, absolutely, I mean, has had a bunch of fluky injuries, broken finger in 2019, hip in the face by a pitch in spring training in 2021, got him a broken nose and a concussion, the back thing this year. Um, a lot of, Fluky injuries, but a guy that's shown a lot of potential to, I mean, 60-grade power. I think he could probably hit 25, 30 home runs uh, and and still have decent contact ability. And so that's ultimately why I think uh, he's destined to be a top 10 outfielder. Uh, number eight, Pete Crow Armstrong, our, our buddy PCA. Shout out to our friends at Locked on Cubs. Uh, first rounder in 2020 by the Mets was traded to the Cubs in the Javi Baez deal. I absolutely think they got the better end of the Javi Baez deal. You, uh, 86 games this year, 308, 375, 529, 15 home runs, 28 to 36 on stolen bases. Defensively, no doubt center fielder. I mean, gold glove caliber center fielder just strides through the outfield and brings in just about everything. Best defensive outfielder in the system, one of the fastest base runners in the system. I give him a 70-grade defense, a 60-grade speed. Arm is above average. It's good enough, but fantastic defender. One of of the best defenders on this list, if not the best defender on this list. Uh, Offense, it's very much a, a leadoff profile. So geared for contact, doesn't have a lot of holes in the swing can control the strike zone. Uh, power, same thing as you're looking at, it's, you know, 10, 15 home run power. Not going to ever be, uh, you know, mistaken for a home run derby champ, but plenty of power that will play at the next level. And so having number nine and number eight has to feel good uh, for the Cubs, provided you can get Brendan Davis healthy again. And again, he's on rehab right now from that. And you can keep PCA going at the plate, uh, get it going. Number seven, Evan Carter of the Rangers. 2020 second rounder out of high school, 6'4", 190. Uh, spent the entire year this, this year uh, in high A hickory. Had a little hiccup mid-year. He fouled a ball off his foot. Struggled a little bit with, uh, with like at the plate around there. You can kind of pinpoint that injury is when it started, and he's recovered from that. But overall line... 288, 388, 485. 11 home runs, 24, 36 on stolen bases. The reason I've got him in the top 10 is 
I feel like he can do some of everything. I don't think he has a single grade that's below a 50. I've got his arm at a 50 to 55. His power is about a 50 grade. Everything else is 55 or 60. And so, jack of all trades. And the reason I think he's a top 10 guy, he doesn't have the highest ceiling of everybody on this list. But when you don't have one specific carrying tool or two specific, and you're just really good at everything, the odds are, like, your floor is much higher. The odds are he, that he's able to make a positive impact at the big league level because he's got good defense. He's got the speed and instincts to do it. He's got a good enough arm to play a corner outfield if he needs to. Uh, he's got a good enough contact profile where he's going to make plenty of contact, rarely, uh, you know, not going to strike out a ton, not going to chase a ton. When he does make contact, he's going to hit a ball hard. He's going to get quality contact. And so, does everything above average at least. So I've got him at number seven. Number six, uh, George Valera of the Guardians. A little bit more risk in the projection here, but 5'10", 160. I uh, was actually a 2017 IFA and really kind of a late bloomer. Uh, you know, just something where didn't actually get, had had injuries early, didn't get his first full season until last year. Uh, split it between high A and double A. Uh, this year he has gone between um, double A and triple A, so 100 games total, 260, 364, 465. 17 home runs, two assists on stolen bases. He's not there to steal bases. I feel like he's another, uh, kind of like Brennan Davis, he's another right fielder, uh, you know, a, a, a slugging right fielder that can just make consistent, hard, quality contact. He can play all three positions. He can play center field if you needed him to, but I see him as a right fielder. Above average raw power. I think he hit 19 home runs last year, which was one of the better things, uh, better numbers for this system. We've talked before, the Guardians have a lot of contact guys in this system. But I absolutely see him. I'd probably give him a 55 or a 60 on power. Uh, and I see him as a guy who's, you know, 20, 20 plus home runs in the bigs while playing above average to plus defense in right field and having a good arm. So, in just a minute, I want to get to Tier 2. We've got three guys here. Uh, Very excited about some of these guys and where they belong. But first, today's episode is brought to you by our friends at LinkedIn Talent Solutions. As you gear up for fall, you need the right people on your team to help your small business fire on all cylinders. LinkedIn Jobs is here to make it easier to find the people you want to talk to faster and for free. Create a free job post in minutes on LinkedIn Jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people. Uh, Simple tools like screening questions help make it easy to focus on candidates with the right skills and experience that you're looking for so you can quickly prioritize who you want to interview and hire. And that's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash LockedOnMLB. That's linkedin.com slash LockedOnMLB to post your job for free. Terms and conditions do apply. Okay, so we're looking at tier two. I've got three guys in this tier. Um, Number five is outfielder James Wood of the Nationals. One of the guys moved in the uh, Juan Soto trade and... uh, 
2021 second rounder, big boy, 6'7", 240, just absolute unit. And when you look at the slash line in low A, so 50 games in low A with the Padres, 13 with the Nationals. And what you have here, 68 games total, 322, 431, 556 slash line. 12 home runs, 20 or 25, 20 of 25 on stolen bases. Got off there, sorry. And so what this all comes down to is, one, an exceptional athlete. Dad was a college basketball player, a rather good one actually. And so being 6'7", very coordinated. We've talked before about the proception and understanding where your limbs are and everything. But um, very coordinated for being so big. I like the speed you get from the profile, but I think he's here to hit bombs. I see him as a power slugging right fielder. I honestly think he's got 30 to 35 home run potential. I'd grade him somewhere between a 65 and a 70 grade on power at the end of the day. So, can play center field, has, has the arm to do it, has the defense to do it, he would be average defensively, um, has the speed to stick, I think, I think speed's one of his better tools, but uh, probably going to move to right field for a few different reasons, one of which is, you know, is, is some of the other guys in the system, but also just probably where he's, rather than having an average center fielder, have an above average right fielder. Uh, plus, we've seen the Ronald Acuna story in Atlanta has kind of shown us that guys that play center field, uh, those slugging, those bigger slugging types that play center field, see a dip in their numbers because of just all the extra running you have to do playing center field. So I'd like him in right better. Uh, but great blend of power and athleticism. Again, good speed, 30 to 35 home run potential. Uh, stolen bases aren't necessarily a huge part of his game. He stole, like I said, 20 to 25 in low A. You do have to grain assault some of that stuff because uh, you have all the different rules, whether it's ABS, whether it's the the pickoff restrictions, things like that. So I, I do want to see what he looks like in high A to see how much some of that stuff carries over. Uh, but still have him as a top five outfielder in baseball. The... Another guy in here, number four, so right above James Wood, is his organization mate, Robert Hassel. So 2020 first rounder of the Padres out of high school, 6'2", 195, was also part of the Juan Soto trade. Um, but a guy that, so has pitched, has, has played in 90 games in the minors this year between high A and then now he's in double A for the Nationals in Harrisburg. Uh, 278, 361, 423. So the individual slash line isn't as good as James Woods' slash line. Uh, part of that is higher competition. He was in high A to double A. Uh, but also part of it is, I don't think, like that's, just a, that's not necessarily exactly how his game plays. So I've got him um, 10 home runs, 23 to 26 stolen bases, and really... Like, a high-floor guy. So, power's not the biggest part of his game. Um, I'd give him probably like a 45 or 50 on power. But, I think a gold glove contending center fielder. Don't know if he'll win a gold glove, but he's one of those guys that's going to be in the conversation for a gold glove. Uh, can bat leadoff. The role that I really would love him in, and I think you saw what he spent most of this year, 75 games at high A Fort Wayne. 
Uh, and he hit 299, 379, 467, 20 to 23 on stolen bases there. And I think that kind of, oh, and uh, 10 home runs. But I think that kind of shows the potential of a Robert Hassel. Great on base tools, stolen base threat, can hit leadoff for you, and can get, can run into enough home runs to keep a pitcher honest. I mean, 15, 20 home run power is kind of what it looks like it's going to be. Uh, if it gets there, I mean, he's, an, he's a potential all-star in the making. Like I said, gold glove contending defense, 15 to 20 home runs, high on base percentage, base stealing threat, leadoff guy, uh, going to do a lot for you. Again, I like his floor more so than Woods because his hit tool is so good. 60 grade on the hit tool. And when you... When, you're, when your highlight is the power tool, that power tool is only as good as your hit tool. Because if you can't hit, it doesn't matter how good your power is. Uh, Hassel has a better hit tool than power tool. Can get on base, like I said, fits in ideally in a leadoff spot. The third guy, and a guy that we haven't necessarily talked about a ton, is Zach Veen of the Rockies. First round pick in 2020 out of high school, 6'5", 200, good size. But he's played 104 games this year, mostly in high A Spokane, a little bit in Hartford with the Yard Goats, but mostly Spokane. Combined slash line here, 262, 357, 414, 11 home runs, 53 of 59 on stolen bases. So, with the same caveat of A-ball stolen base numbers, absolutely fantastic um, slash line when it comes to on base, uh, it comes to the counting stats, the stolen bases especially. Top end projection here, I think there's a lot more power in that frame. And so the top end projection is why I have him at number three. Because like the low, I mean, let's back up. The low end projection here is uh, 15, 15 guy, 15 home runs, 15 steals, high batting average. I mean, uh, he's, he hit 269 in high A, he hit 301 in low A last year. I think that's going to carry over. High end projection, if the power comes in like it looks like it's starting to, is 30, 30 guy. So 30 home runs, 30 steals, high batting average, plus defense. Um, at any position. I think he'd be uh, a plus defender in the corners. I think he's close to a plus defender in center if he sticks around. Uh, if not, you know, plus, plus to above average. Not quite sure where it's going to end up. And putting on the muscle to get 30 home runs makes me wonder what the, what the defense will do. But when you watch, he f- passes the eye test. Good, um... Good, good reads, good routes, good reactions in center field. Um, he's he's really good at playing playing balls in front of him, like getting uh, charging in on a ball. Very decisive with the first step. Has a really good internal clock, knowing exactly how long he has, uh, and exactly you know whether it's stealing, whether it's um, beating out of play, whether it's taking an extra base, whether it's on defense. Just very good clock and understanding of the game. So, um, very aggressive base runner. His speed actually isn't that amazing. I mean, it's 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 average to above average. 
but very aggressive on the base paths, very long strides. And then again, that internal clock, knowing how much time he has based off of how long it takes this dude to get the ball to the plate and how long this catcher's pop time is going to be for him to get the ball up and out to second base. So I like the potential. I like what he can do there. In just a minute, I want to get down to the final two guys, uh, present arguments for both, and then get some input from you. Okay. Tier one, the top two outfield prospects in baseball. I'm just going to give you both, and I'm going to let you, and I'm going to give you at the very end um, the results. So tier one, Corbin Carroll versus Jackson Churia. And Brewers fans, uh, stay tuned this week. I think it's going to be on Thursday. We have a Brewers show coming. I reached out to an expert, uh, somebody who covers prospects and the Brewers organization. Uh, going to come on. We're going to answer all your questions you have about the Brewers, about uh, these prospects. But uh, Jackson Churio, let's start with him. One of the biggest risers of the year, right? 18 years old, 2021 IFA, or 2020 IFA? Anyway, um, 6'1", 165, age 18 this year, he spent three-fourths the year in low A, promoted 20 games in high A, combined slash line over 82 games, 310, 363, 566, 16 home runs, 13 to 16 on stolen bases. Very, very exciting blend of like plus power. I've got him at like a 60 power. Plus, plus speed. I've got him at 70 speed. And then plus defense at a premium position there in center field. He's doing it. He's younger than most players in A-ball. Most guys in A-ball are 19 or older. He's 18 doing this, you know, that same situation. Um, Like I said, 16 home runs over the course of the year. 13 to 16 on stolen bases. Kind of surprised we haven't seen him steal more bases. Feels like with the speed, uh, you'd expect a little bit more as far as a stolen base. And when you watch him, like he's very much an explosive athlete. Has that quick titch, that quick twitch, that quick burst. Uh, and so, again, not quite sure why, why he hasn't done more as far as stolen bases. Signed as a shortstop. They moved him because of the arm strength. They moved him to the outfield. Um, Looks incredibly comfortable in the outfield. I mean, again, plus defender. Uh, has already picked, like, gl- just kind of glides through the outfield. Has already picked up um, off the bat. Like, he's has gotten the right, right reactions, the good reads, the good routes. Looks very good defensively already. Despite, you know, only having done it in the DSL last year and then in um, A-ball this year. Ultimately, one of the elite prospects, I think you're going to see him be the number one prospect in baseball sooner rather than later. I think Baseball America had him as the number two prospect in baseball in their most recent re-rate we talked about last week. So you're going to see him. Um, I mean, he could he could debut at age 20 because he's so far advanced. He's already in high A at age 18. Uh, I could very much see him either end of the year this year, probably next year, double A to triple A, and then debut. Uh, at age 20, or maybe even the end of next year. So, very advanced for his age, and looks like he's going to be a very good player. The other guy, Corbin Carroll, 
Um, 21 this year. He was a 2019 first rounder out of high school. 5'10", 165. Same weight, little bit less height on Corbin Carroll than there is on Jackson Churio. Um, 88 games between AA and AAA. Slash line is 311, 426, 611. 22 home runs and 31 of 36 on stolen bases. Spent about two-thirds of the year in AA, one-third of the year in AAA. So uh, the AA slash line is, like an Amarillo, is ridiculous. 313, 430, 643. And then AAA in Reno, just as good. 297, 406, 523. So... I've got him, when you, like, end of the day, plus hitter, probably 20 to 25 home run power, plus plus speed, and plus defense at a premium position. He is a center fielder. He's been a center fielder. I feel like he's, like, he has the edge on Shorio as far as defense goes. I feel like he's a little bit of a, he has a little bit higher hit tool and maybe a little bit lower power ceiling than Shorio does. Shorio has a higher power ceiling. I think they both have really good defense, really good speed. I feel like Shorio's arm is a little bit better than Corbin Carroll's, but it's nitpicky. The reason that I am, I guess I'm breaking it now, the reason I'm putting Corbin Carroll number one and Jackson Shorio number two is Jackson Shorio's done it in low A and high A. Corbin Carroll's done it in double-A and triple-A. And so it's a higher level of competition. And and so there's a little bit less variance there in the projection. He's done more of the physical development. He's more of a finished product. And as of right now, I have him as the number one outfield prospect in baseball. Now, there was a question asked about when are they going to call him up? When is he going to play? It's not right now, but... The GM did say that they would call him up this season to get some at-bats at the big league level. So we can kind of see uh, where is he in his development? What does he have to work on entering the offseason? Now, I would encourage you to temper your expectations. Um, he has, this is, this is his only season. So he has a grand total of 88 games above, uh, or 88 games in the high minors. Now, having said that, Michael Harris has shown us that it can be done. Uh, you can go from uh, half a season in double A straight to the bigs and succeed, but we need to understand that is more so the exception than the rule. I do think that Corbin Carroll is a, will, will be um, one of the best outfielders in baseball. I don't know how successful he will be immediately, but... Whatever deficiencies that come up or whatever holes in his swing or holes in his game come up uh, this year in his debut in MLB, he absolutely will have time to fix them before he opens or he comes out of spring training and opens the season in 2023 as the starting center fielder uh, for the the Arizona Diamondbacks. So I want to know your thoughts on the list. I'll go through it one more time. Number 10, South Frelick of the Brewers. Number nine, Brennan Davis of the Cubs. Number eight, Pete Crow Armstrong of the Cubs. Number seven, Evan Carter of the Rangers. Number six, George Valera of the Guardians. Uh, Tier two is number five, James Wood of the Nationals. Robert Hassel of the Nationals at number four. Zach Bean of the Rockies at number three. And then the tier one guys by themselves, Corbin Carroll of the Diamondbacks, Jackson Churio of the Brewers, 
with Carol coming in at number one and Shirogo coming in at number two. If you have thoughts on this list, if you have uh, thoughts, questions, uh, comments, I'm on Twitter at Crosby Baseball. The show's on Twitter at Locked On Farm. You can email us, prospects at gmail.com. If you're watching on YouTube, feel free to drop them here in the comments. Um, and again, stay tuned. A lot of great stuff going on this week. We're going to talk about organizational talent rankings. We're going to have a show about the Brewers doing a Farm Friday. I believe it's the Marlins this week. So uh, stay tuned for that. But until then, this has been Locked On MLB Prospects. Uh-huh.